0: Revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk FM.
1: Well, it's a marvelous night for a moon dance With the stars above in your eyes A
0: fantabulous night to make romance Neat the cover of October
1: skies you know, the leaves on the trees are falling to the sound of the breezes that blow. You I'm trying to please to the calling of your heart strength that plays soft and low. You all the night's magic. Same what's
2: up? What's up, everybody? Welcome aboard to the Bubba Show. We have a very special guest today. As with the usual, we've got Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com, my co host. And of course, today we've got Ted Butler from Butler Research. And uh, Ted, welcome to the show. Great to have you on.
0: Great to be here. Thanks for the invitation.
2: Matt, welcome aboard, my brother. Hey, Todd, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm not, I'm not so good, doing so good with my gold and silver, but I, <laughs> I, I'm doing great. So, hey, Ted, first of all, tell us about Butler Research. I know that you, you, you're, you've been around for a long time and doing a lot of stuff, so give us a little bit of a background of Butler Research.
0: Uh well basically it's it's a one man shop that uh I I I give I study the uh, particularly the, the gold and silver especially uh markets closely that's that's my main focus it's it's always kind of been that way and uh got to been doing it now for uh not Butler research but researching uh, gold and silver it's got to be you know 30 35 years something like that so it's uh it's a it's a twice weekly uh thought piece of what's uh, what's going on in the market what's likely to happen and uh it's a it's a niche product i mean you have to be interested in uh in, in gold or silver um to uh you know to be interested in the whole thing but um the, the ones the guys that are interested guys and girls that are interested are uh you know generally very long-term clients that kind of thing so that's that's the background
2: well you're like me you're an old war horse been around for a long time and uh, of course i go back to the hunt brothers my, myself so uh i remember i remember that debacle
0: <laughs> sure no no i i do too but i i didn't quite realize uh i, I was uh, i was a youngin uh then and uh you know, I I didn't come to appreciate uh, what was really going on till uh, till some time later. But um, yeah, no, that was a a fascinating time.
2: So, Matt, I know you had a couple of questions to start off with with Ted. Why don't you go ahead and fire away?
1: Yeah, Ted. So, I mean, I, I know we we both think that the you know price of silver is is you know too low but i just want to ask you uh you know what do you think you know keeping it there and just your general thoughts on on silver price in, in general
0: uh well the the simple answer and, and really the only answer for uh, uh for why uh, prices are so low and have been so low for 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 so long is uh, is manipulation it's a, it's an artificial Uh, The price setting process, the price discovery process is such that uh, prices uh, of silver and gold and and other commodities increasingly, like uh, copper and even to a certain extent, uh, big ones like the biggest, like uh, crude oil, the the prices are being set by paper trading, by trading on the futures exchange, the uh, volume and amount of uh, trading that's that's taking place in the, in the, you call them the paper markets, the electronic markets versus the, the physical, the actual physical markets. It's, 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 it's lopsided on the, uh, on the paper side, so much bigger in, in the case of silver and, and gold that, um, it, it can't help but be the prime driver, the sole, in my opinion, the sole driver of price. So if you're looking for an explanation to why the price is what it is, um, look no further than, uh, in the case of gold and silver to a uh, COMEX, um, futures contract positioning
1: right, right, and uh and I know you know basically the the paper market is what dictates that's the pricing mechanism but uh in in some markets where it's, where there are big markets uh you know that's just I think just the way it goes, possibly you know I, I could say oil that about oil. I think one of the uh special things about gold and silver is is the the volume on such a small commodity and also uh the concentration. And I was wondering if you'd, you know, talk about that.
0: Sure. Um, Well, yeah, no, you've hit it on a head, particularly in silver. um, uh, Because gold, there's a lot of gold in in the world. And if you added up all the above uh, ground supplies of gold, uh, which has basically been uh, saved and, I don't know, hoarded, if you want to use that word, but it's not a, a, a true industrial commodity gold. So whatever we've produced for the last you know, 5,000 years or so is is still with us. So the accumulated amount of gold is much larger than the amount that's uh, traded in the paper market. But the same is not true in silver, because while silver has been produced for the same, you know, number of uh, thousands of years as, as, as gold, um, about a hundred or some odd years ago, it was discovered that uh, silver was uh, had a, a phenomenal uh, chemical and um, electrical properties and uh, has been consumed um, uh, making it different than 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 gold. so most of the silver, the vast majority, ninety percent of all the silver that has been pr- produced in, in, throughout civilization. Um, has been consumed uh, industrially or in, in, in or taken out of okay the equation it's uh, whether it's in in jewelry or silverware or whatever most of it is, has been industrially consumed so the, the the paper trading on the COMEX has come to be much larger uh, than either annual production or the uh supply of uh, silver that's left above ground and because the, the, the big dog generally leads the pack and in the case of silver and to a lesser extent but an important extent gold the big dog is the um is is the paper trading on the COMEX and uh yeah you see it in terms of particularly in silver in, in terms of concentration there's been a short side concentration. Concentration means uh, nothing more than uh, a very large position held by a very small number of, of traders. So when you have a few traders holding a very, very large position, um, that's the concentration, which, the, the regulators, uh, particularly the, the Commodity Futures Trading Commission, you know, monitors closely It's part of just about every commitment of traders report that they put out. They give you the levels of concentration. And the one thing you can say about silver is that the concentration, the size of the short position held by a few traders is, is head and shoulders above any other commodity when you compare it to what exists what's produced in 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 the real world so it's this large concentration mostly held by uh banks and particularly u.s banks um particularly jp morgan the price depressant <laughs> excuse me i'm so sorry particularly jp morgan <laughs> especially jp morgan okay. now, jp morgan is is the kingpin in gold and silver uh they've been uh the largest short uh, in silver, since they took over Bear Stearns in uh, ten years ago, March of two, two thousand eight, they've been the biggest short seller in in gold um, for the same period of time. So they, if you had to pick one entity that was responsible for the low price, you wouldn't have to go any further than J.P. Morgan. But J.P. Morgan did something really smart. Hold um, that uh, Ted, thought. He, hold, Ted, hold yeah. that
2: thought. We'll get that out there on the other side of the break. The, okay. J.P. Morgan did. This, okay. is, this is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz with uh, Ted Butler, ButlerResearch.com, Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com, and myself. Make sure to download The Bubba Show each and every day at LibertyTalk.fm. We'll be right back with more from Ted Butler after the break. The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horowitz. Welcome back to the Bubba Show with Matt Demner, com, and myself, Todd Bubba Horwitz of Bubba Trading, and of course, our special guest, Ted Butler from ButlerResearch.com. And, uh, Ted, you were telling us about, uh, uh the, the, the short of JP Morgan and, and how they handle it since the Bear Stearns thing. So go ahead and finish your thought.
0: Okay. Well, basically, uh, they, JP Morgan is the kingpin of the markets, gold and silver markets, and, um, Basically, if you had to pick one person, one entity that was most responsible for what I consider a clear manipulation, it would be J.P. Morgan. But uh, J.P. Morgan, then they're 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 far from dumb, and uh, they did something that was near genius uh, starting about seven years ago. Um, they realized they had this giant uh, paper short position in both gold and silver and the and the run up in in early uh, two thousand and eleven uh, in in silver prices to near fifty dollars hurt them hurt them badly they wrote it out they 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 never uh, take losses to the upside and buy back short positions but that experience, in my opinion, um, uh, you know, gave them a, the moment of truth, and it, and it dawned on them they had to do something about this giant short position in in silver and gold. And and what they did, they came up with a great solution. They couldn't buy back the paper contracts that they had sold short because that would drive the price uh, to the moon and, and, and just eat them alive, hurt them. If you have a short position, the last, last thing you want is a, is a rising price. So what they did instead is they used their big short position to contain the price, and at the same time, starting about seven years ago, they started to accumulate physical silver, later gold, and they have amassed over the last uh, seven years, the largest uh, physical stockpile, in my opinion, of, of silver in history. I think it's approaching 750 million ounces now, three, three quarters of a billion ounces uh, that they own. Uh, 140 some odd million of it is in the New York uh, Comex warehouse that they own and operate. The other 600 million ounces is elsewhere, mostly London, and out of sight, not really recorded. But so here, are these guys—they—they've they, conti- they've continued to suppress the price of silver. But they've—they've they've had a special motive uh, over the last uh, seven years, and that is at the same time that they're short and generally making profits because prices haven't gone anyplace, and they've been able to trade around their short position with profits. They've been using the last seven years to accumulate this massive physical stockpile of silver. So now they got there, which is much larger now than their short position, paper short position. So they're in perfect position to uh, let this thing run, let silver, let gold run, okay, to the upside. At, i say any moment but they'll decide when that <laughs> when that moment is and they're guaranteed to to make the the most money that's ever been made in in gold and silver and I don't think anybody's going to really be aware of it. Um, certainly, my subscribers are, 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 in, you know, aware of it. Um, but it, as, as, as generally speaking, it's like a, uh, it, it's a, it's a secret. It's like it's not, it's not something that's been widely disseminated.
2: Well, so when you talk now, I'm, I'm concerned. Um, you know, I hate manipulation. I hate manipulation of the Fed. I hate the lack of free markets. I hate all that stuff. But I'm concerned that there's not enough gold or silver to cover out the the paper gold that is around the globe. Am I
0: right or wrong? Uh, in a, in a manner of speaking, yes. I mean, but the, those, those positions, uh, you know, can be can be covered by being bought back. I mean, you can cover a short position by buying buying it back up until the up until the point that j p. Morgan started to uh, accumulate physical silver, um I would have, have agreed with the original take. It's just that there's just too much of a short position, but um now the biggest short has uh, positioned itself j p. Morgan okay, to be good to go to the upside and uh if somebody has a problem with with you know in any market that rises if you're short okay it's not good okay so so there are going to be a good number of entities that are caught on the wrong side of the silver and gold market when it goes up but that's just the way it is i mean it's it's always that case the important thing is that The main uh, dominator and controller of the market, of the gold and silver market, a.k.a. J.P. Morgan, they're good to go. They can't get hurt on their short positions, uh, paper short positions, because they own much more on a physical basis. So whatever little bit they may lose on their short paper short positions, they're going to make many times over on their long positions. And that's how these big guys operate. They have uh, hedge positions on their, their short position is much smaller than their long position now. And it was a genius move on, on the part of, uh, I, I say it's a criminal as hell. I mean, I think it's manipulation and they should be, you know, beat with a stick, okay, for doing it. But leaving that aside, uh, what they did, what JP. Morgan did, was uh, was genius. It, it, they 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 used the low prices for the last seven years, okay, to build up a uh, physical long position that would choke a horse. And uh, nobody knows it. it's uh, it's like one of the best kept secrets around, and it's the single most bullish reason that you could ever have. For buying gold and especially silver, is, is J.P. Morgan is going to make a score?
2: Nobody knows, but Butler subscribers know. Uh, but uh, okay, so uh, well. Yeah. I mean, but th- does this mean, in your opinion, again, to me, this would reek of something that they eventually, when they're ready, as you say, and I agree with you, that they will create this overall short squeeze and force buyers to push these prices to the moon once they decide that it's time and i mean because obviously we all have seen short squeezes in the past and uh that can happen and of course this is similar to you know again i'm not saying that the hunt brothers done but they've done something that can create a a big monster but that not only they own are they short the paper but they have the they have the physical which makes it even a bigger winner for them and when they decide that it's time to create the short squeeze they can just they can just rein in the profits what do you think
0: Oh god, it's even better than that, okay? Because it's it's all they have to do, all JP Morgan has to do in order to allow the prices of silver and gold to explode is to do nothing, is to keep their hands in their pocket and and cuz what JP Morgan has done on every silver and gold rally over the last Ten years since taking over Bear Stearns is that they've come into the market. They're the 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 short seller of last resort and the biggest short seller. And as prices rise, is when they sell. And they eventually sell enough paper contracts over the last ten years that on every silver and gold rally that we've had, they eventually sell enough contracts short, Comex contracts short that it just weighs on the market, satiates all buyers, and eventually the markets roll over and come down and then they buy back their paper short positions. So what I'm saying is all JP Morgan has to do, whenever it decides, and it decides alone, when the price is gonna go up, all they have to do is not sell short anymore on the next rally and that will be enough keep their hands in their pockets don't don't sell any more contracts short and the price will explode of its own uh recourse uh, so they it's not even like they got to do anything like well, they, they can go on vacation they can do anything that they want to do just don't add to short positions. Now, if they do add to short positions, and this is where the, uh, the, the, the commitment of traders data, the, in a bank participation report data is, is so helpful, is that you can see it. They're so damn big, JP Morgan, that when they add shorts, um, it, you can see it. It's in the data. It shows up in, in, in the bank participation report, et cetera. And uh, then that's kind of a, a, a signal if they add the short position, then, uh, you know, then the, the rally is not what the, it, 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 it's not the big one, probably. But if they don't add shorts, not only will we see it in price, we'll, we'll see it in the data, too. They, the, the price is just going to fly. So they don't have to do a damn thing except don't sell.
2: And of course, that is one of the things we talk about here often, but this is the Bubba Show with Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com, Ted Butler, butlerresearch.com and of course myself, Todd Bubba Horowitz. Make sure you download the show each and every day at LibertyTalk.fm. We'll be back with more of the Bubba Show after the break. Todd Bubba Horowitz, we're coming right back to you right after the break. What's up, everybody? Bubba here. It's finally here. that will help you give you a better idea of what's going on in the market. All you need to do to get a hold of the Bubba Report is go to thebubbashow.org and sign up for the newsletter, or you can email me direct at bubba at the bubba We want you to have this report because we've got over 150 years of experience talking about markets, getting ready for the trading, and puts you in the best position to have successful. So email me at bubb at the to get a copy of your report or go right to the website, thebubbashow.org. Make sure you get it. It's a must-have for every investor and trader. The Bubba Report Welcome back to the Bubba Show with Matt Demeter Demmon DemeterResearch.com. myself, Todd Bubba Horwitz of BubbaTrading.com, and of course our special guest today. Uh, Ted Butler from butlerresearch.com. And, uh, Ted, I I did have uh, one question. Uh, I know that you're uh, obviously a gold and a silver and a metals expert, but uh, obviously we've seen some of the uh, cryptocurrency world come to play here. And, you know, they're actually naturally free markets, which we don't really have in in gold and silver right now. I mean, you know, because everything that we do is kind of manipulated by what the Federal Reserve does. Do you follow the cryptocurrencies at all? Do you believe in them? Do they have any value? In your opinion,
0: I don't understand them, um, and so I'm not involved in it. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm agnostic uh, as far as that goes. But the one thing I will that I have taken away from the whole uh, cryptocurrency uh, experience to date is that uh, there is a. Boatload of of money out there throughout the world that is prepared to go and invest and 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 place uh, money into uh, items that uh, uh, people feel are going up in price, and that has been phenomenal. It's like you're talking a, a couple of hundred billion dollars, from what I understand, is the uh, market capitalization of uh, of the cryptocurrencies, and that, that from from basically from zero. And I the, the takeaway I have, okay, I'm I'm a metal guy, okay. The takeaway I, I have is like look if somebody is going to for for the right reasons, wrong reasons, or whatever the reasons are, uh plow into markets and uh and, and drive the value up, okay, to the tune of, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars, um it's just a matter of time before that happens in silver. I agree. I can't and it, tell you the exact time. I, mean, I can't well, tell you the exact time. I, I would, JP Morgan decides it. But, I mean, the, the, the ground, that's the lesson I take from from the cryptocurrencies. If it can happen there, it can happen. It, it has happened in silver in the past. It's certainly going to happen again.
2: I, I agree with you there. And my last question, and I'm going to turn over to Matt, is do you think that some of the money that would normally flow in to the precious metals, you know, gold and silver. Do you think some of that money is going into crypto as another uh, place of stored value?
0: Yeah, I can I can see that. I can see where that that has happened, um, and uh, I don't know how to quantify it. Or but it, but it seems you know anybody who's looking for. You know the, the the church of here and now. Okay, uh yeah, I can see that. Uh, looking at the the price performance of silver over the last seven years, and looking at the the price performance of cryptocurrencies, I and mean, it doesn't take a, a genius to figure out that the uh, people looking for the here and now are are, are, are not going to be running to a market that's not doing anything. But again, I, I come back to the point that it seems that. The big difference between these money flows is if the price starts to go up, if the price, you know, just like the price of anything, if the price of silver starts to go up, it's going to attract, you know, attention, it's going to attract momentum traders, and there's no reason not to expect it, it's always happened in the past, it's just that underneath silver, you have... A completely um different set of circumstances and 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 set up supply demand et cetera that nobody's looking at because the price which everybody looks at the price and if the price is not doing anything but going down, okay it's going to hide. The true story uh, of, of of anything, and uh, that 's been the story in in silver we don 't need the outside money to come in to drive silver uh, to the moon. We just need j P. Morgan to stop selling short, but when the price, when J.P. Morgan stops going short and decides to let it go, it's going to attract uh, this outside money as, as well, okay? And then you're talking about like it's an atomic bomb on top of a neutron bomb on top of a hydrogen bomb. It's like there's so many different factors that they kick in. The critical one is what J.P. Morgan decides. Go ahead, Matt.
1: Yeah, Ted. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, you know, look, silver is what a 20 to 30 billion dollar uh, market at, at most. And Mark. crypto is about 10 times that. So, uh, you know, silver is still the, the the smallest of, you know, of the categories, essentially. So you get any buying in silver, I think you're right. Um, I had a question about, you know, JP Morgan's accumulation of silver. Uh, if they're getting up to, you know, seven hundred uh million ounces how have they acquired that because it's not it couldn't have all been through the comex obviously uh that would have would have shown up on too too many people's radar i would think uh how have, how have they done that over the past 7 years uh, or so uh, great
0: great question i mean it's and it's you got to you know dig get into the weeds on it i'd say you know, we're close to 150 million uh, ounces say on the comex that they've taken most of it in the form of futures uh, deliveries in their own name in their own proprietary name but that's only 150 million of the what i'm saying now is 750 million so you got to come up with 600 million more ounces to where could they possibly get this well you know for about 6 years running it stopped about two two years ago but about 6 years running from uh, from 2011 through 2016 the United States Mint and the the Royal Canadian Mint uh, were selling just record amounts of of both silver eagles and uh, Canadian maple, silver Canadian maple leaves. Okay, and to the point where um, it was obvious because I'm associated with uh, with with, with uh, the uh, a retail dealer in in. Uh, in, in in this space, and uh, I was hearing all along that uh, these sales of these silver and gold eagles—it's not gold, the silver eagles and and Canadian maple leaves—are going through the roof. Okay, but our customers aren't buying it. Okay, so we don't know where the demand is coming from. So I, I using that as a as a tip off, I went back and I could see, I could construct it that. And j p. Morgan was buying bought at least hundred and fifty million ounces over a six year period of time of both canadian maple leaves and 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 silver eagles and 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 I in, insist that they they melted you know every single one down and put it into industry standard one thousand ounce bars because there's no way you can sell. 150 million ounces of uh, of of silver eagles or 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 Canadian maple leaves, and and not uh, not not you couldn't sell it. I mean, it's not in a form that you could sell. You could sell thousand ounce bars, and that's what they did. So that's a that's 150 million ounces. They got at least 250 million ounces. They were also J.P. Morgan is also the uh, custodian for the big uh, SL, uh, big uh, silver ETF, SLV. They, they were the custodian before they took over Bear Stearns. They were the custodian from the beginning of this trust uh, back in when it was formed in 2006, 2007. So uh, they have a, a, a catbird seat. Okay. They're responsible for the holdings in the, in, the, in, the, um, in the SLV. That's their responsibility. They're not the sponsor. That's BlackRock. But they are the uh, custodian, and basically that gave them, they have the ability to switch anytime they want shares of uh, SLV into physical metal. And they've gotten at least 250 million ounces quietly, okay, by converting shares of Um, of of SLV into metal, which is not reported, and uh, uh, they kind of had to do it because if they just bought the shares of SLV, it would show up and have to report on a large trader basis over 5% ownership to the SEC, which they wanted to avoid. So they picked up another 250 million ounces over the last seven years by doing that. Another 150 million ounces has come from there's been a remarkable, unprecedented turnover, physical turnover in the weekly uh, movement of uh, COMEX physical silver warehouse um, inventories and that they've taken, they've been able to skim off at least uh, 150 million ounces of uh, uh, maybe over 250 million ounces from this un- unprecedented turnover that exists just in COMEX silver, not any other commodity, not COMEX copper, not COMEX gold, not any, not palladium, not platinum, not anything, just in silver. So they've done, if you look deep, okay, you can find where they have been able to secret away at least 600 million ounces in addition to the 140 million ounces plus that they have uh, on the Comex,
1: There's, sure. That, that, sure, and, that's and what the physical, yeah, and yeah. yeah, no, that that that's really interesting. And it's, uh, as it regards as physical turnover uh, coming in and out of the Comex, are we talking about uh, you know you're talking about truckloads of silver coming in and then leaving, or are you talking about uh, changes of ownership inside the Comex system? And, of course, we're going to have to answer that
2: question when we come back from the other side of the break. This is The Bubba Show with Todd Bubba Horowitz, Matt Demon or com, Ted Butler of ButlerResearch.com, and make sure that you remember to download The Bubba Show each and every day, as well as the Sporting Edge on the weekends. And, of course... Don't forget about our high school investing program. It's if you check out highschoolinvesting.com, you can see what we do. And then of course, if you'd like to help us out, like so many of you have and help us stay, uh, help providing education to our youth, you can go to Patreon, dot com forward slash Bubba trading. That's patreon.com forward slash Bubba trading. This is the Bubba show. We're going to stop out here for a break. We'll be back with more from 10 Butler and Matt Demeter and myself right here in the Bubba show. The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back to The Bubba Show. Matt Demeter, DemeterResearch.com. Todd Bubba Horwitz, BubbaTrading.com. And our special guest today, Ted Butler from ButlerResearch.com. And I know Matt put a question to you right before uh, we went to break, uh, Ted. So go ahead and fire away.
0: Uh, Yeah, and I'm talking about the physical silver that is uh, taken out of one of the six uh, COMEX warehouses, put on trucks physically, taken someplace else, and I'm also talking about the reverse of that truck loads of silver coming in being unloaded put into these one of these 6 comex warehouses there's been a, a, an incredible physical turnover i'm not talking about paper trading now that's a that's a separate issue this is the physical metal on trucks metal off trucks it's been running at a rate i, I i'd estimate something like 250 million ounces a year all start, everything starts in april of 2011 it seems to be the uh the, the the dawn of the the new silver era and this movement started then it persisted since then it, it's about 250 million ounce total turnover both you know combination in and out and i'm saying of that 250 million ounces per year so we're you know we're up to almost a billion and a half ounces or so combined over the seven year period of time it's been going on i say that j p morgan has been able to uh, skim off okay uh 200 million ounces of that or so okay of that billion and a half ounce turnover this this turnover by this physical turnover again is unique to comex silver it's not happening in comex gold it's not happening in comex copper it's not happening in any commodity except comex silver this is physical stuff so i say that's another 200 some odd million that jp morgan has been able to skim off and he can get to at least 600 million ounces that uh, you, you can't see that they have And uh, that's in addition to the what they do have that is fully visible, and their their physical position on the COMEX that we can see, the 140 million ounces, is bigger than their paper short position now. So in any event, they can't possibly get hurt in uh, if silver goes up in price, and that's not accidental that's something they designed and conceived on their own. And I say it's a genius, genius move. Cool.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I mean it's good, great for them. Uh, I also want to ask you. I mean, you know, as you say, it's it's, it's crooked. But uh, what do you make of the alternative arguments out there? That, I mean, I, I think what you're saying is, you know, J.P. Morgan is a is a profit machine, and they want to see you know the prices of gold and silver move up at some point so they can you know rake in a, a you know huge windfall. Uh, what about the alternative arguments that you know they're acting on behalf of the Fed and that they're going to uh, into higher prices? They're going to like once again. You know, try to manipulate gold and silver lower, but, you know, uh, on instructions from the Fed, let's say, to to keep, you know, gold and silver suppressed such that, you know, people have confidence in our in our currency, and our economy.
0: Yeah, that, that's a popular um, uh, argument as to why you know it, it's it's the goes to the intent, okay? Why uh, the motivation? Why they would be doing this? I I understand and 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 respect those um, alternative uh, views. I, I don't accept them. Uh, for the simple reason that uh, if you 're asking me who 's in charge of who and it's the u s government versus j p morgan hey look I'm, i 'm as j p morgan is the, is the top dog i mean they 're telling the government what to do uh, rather than vice versa now maybe that 's a you know a twisted sick uh, opinion on my part, but uh the, the, the J.P. Morgan, in my opinion, is doing it for themselves. OK, they're not uh, if anybody takes instructions, it's 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 the government, uh, you know, from uh, J.P. Morgan rather than the other way around. Um, I don't think it really has anything. I know that there can be on a day to day basis this tight correlation between currency moves in a dollar and and gold and silver but i i think that's just uh, coincidental i don't think look when 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 silver and gold explode in price I don't necessarily see the dollar going to zero. I'm not saying it won't get weaker, but um, it's 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 a different equation completely. I, I if you if it's it's the profit motivation that uh, that we we ran up to fifty dollars in 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 silver in April two thousand eleven. We ran up to nineteen hundred in gold later on that year. I don't recall any big uh, dollar, uh, you know, weakness or financial stress or the world was coming to an end. Look, if silver goes to 100, 200 dollars or more, it's not going to make a difference to anybody in the world. It's only going to make a difference to. The people that uh, that own it um or don't or, you know who are, who are trading in it but uh, the average the average person in in the world uh is not going to know the price of silver even after it goes up four or five times in value so i don't uh it may i don't see the evidence of it i'm i'm a I'm a hard data guy i'm I'm looking for um you know concrete evidence of uh, of 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 what may be going on. And uh, I'm not privy to, uh, you know, to, to, to such high level uh, discussions <laughs> as to who's, who's calling the shots. So, um, Ted, you know,
2: we really, appreciate yeah. you, we really appreciate you coming on. And, of course, obviously, you have a subscription service. Uh, you send out a newsletter. you want to give us that information in case some of the listeners would like to take advantage of what you do?
0: Sure it's uh it, it's www.butlerresearch.com and uh there's I think there's a big uh, free archive uh uh, section there that, that, uh, that, that can be assessed. Uh, and there's, uh, you know, there's, there's, if you want to subscribe or try it out, it's a, you know, month by month deal. And, uh, it's, uh, you know, you're, you're welcome. It's not going to fit everybody, but if you have a particular interest in, in gold or silver, or in this particular narrative, okay. Um, I, I think you get a good uh, bang for your buck.
2: I, listen, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And my listeners, Liberty Talk is our station. So uh, we certainly are, are fans of gold and silver. And Ted, thank you so much for being on the show today. I appreciate
0: it. Thank you. Appreciate it a lot.
2: So that was great. We
0: had uh, Ted Butler.
2: But Matt, uh, you know, pretty quickly, the uh, the cryptos had a, a, a little bit of a rough week last week, but still kind of hanging in there. What's your what's your views of the cryptocurrency market right now?
1: Yeah, I think we're just rounding out a bottom here. You know, it, it, we went a little bit below the April 1st low. You know, over the past month, and we're just we're just sort of grinding sideways. Uh, my targets have we've come so close to my target lows in Bitcoin and, and Ethereum that the whole crypto market, I think, is ready to, to to go to the upside. And we just had the CBOE file again for the third time in uh, uh, ETF uh, with the uh, uh sec and that's physically connected to bitcoin they would be buying physical or you know actual bitcoin right so i like that so that's a very bullish uh um event and the decision has to be made i think by august 30th for that for that etf so we could have some really positive news you know in just a month or two so i i you know, I think we are at a bottom and I think we have a catalyst in that ETF coming up.
2: Well, I, I think it's time to just buy. And as I recommend to everybody, I, you know, this is not something you take your whole life savings you put in. But certainly a couple of percentage points of what you're trying to invest should be done diligently into some of these cryptos. And I, I think the safest is still it may not be the biggest potential winner, but I think the safest is probably Bitcoin. Uh, I, I think that's going to be the staple, uh, you know, forever. Whether or not it's any good or not, that's another question. But I do think it's going to be the staple, and I think that's one that you know you take a little bit and you own. It's like owning a little bit of gold and then investing in some of the other things around it. What do you think?
1: Yeah, no, I, you know, look, you know, that technologically, I don't think. I think everybody very a lot more coins have Bitcoin beat. But, you know, it's becoming the standard by which it's the standard currency by which you buy a lot of the other coins. And, yeah, it's got the brand name. So for those reasons and because, you know, it's so mainstream now that we're doing you're talking about ETFs, it may become a self-fulfilling prophecy.
2: Now, we got a couple of seconds on about 30, but uh, I, I see Coinbase may add four or five new coins. Do you know what they are? And what do you think about that?
1: No, actually, you know, I, I don't know which ones they are. I, I know they were talking about Ripple and a couple others, but I, I don't have actual names. But, All right. uh, yeah, no, I mean, that'll be good for the, the coins that are mentioned when, when they are are listed with Coinbase. The, those would be immediate buys just because of, of the access that people would have.
2: Right. It'd be good for me because that's the one I understand the easiest. But, uh, and this is The Bubba Show. Todd Bubba Horwitz. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same station. Make sure you go to LibertyTalk.fm and download the show. But this is the Bubba Show Top Awards. And thanks to Matt Demeter, who's going to come back in again and join us tomorrow for a segment. The Bubba Show Top Up have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.
1: <clears throat> revolutionary Talk for Revolutionary Times. Liberty Talk Event.